Thank you for calling the Distraction Scene Asylum. And I must say, our inmates are off to a promising start today. They've only killed half a person. <laughs> All right, welcome everybody to the Discussions uh, Show. I am the host with the most, the Taz Man, Slick Taz, Cool Hand Taz, whatever you want to call me. And I'm here with, uh, yeah, my main Damien, as Pootie Tang would call it, Holiday. Hey, what's up, what's up, y'all? I just knew you was going to call me Charles or something like that. <laughs> As revenge for me, I was saying you're govy. <laughs> so we got a wide range of topics today. Shit yeah. that just blew my mind this week. <laughs> oh, man, I remember last time I got my mind blown. At this point, man. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> At this point. <laughs> Dwayne Johnson is unrealistic. Oh, yeah, man. Um, this dude. What does he do now? Well, apparently, the motherfucker can just rap. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> you ain't know that? Hell no. Oh, man. So, I think I heard him talk about it with uh, Kevin Hart before, that he could rap. Um, we got to do a, a Freestyle Friday on that <laughs> like, at some point. I got to listen to a song that he did. Did he do a song? He did with Tech Nine. Oh, he did the song with a real rapper. Yes, with a real rapper. He was on Tech Nine and two other cats. I'm sorry, I don't know their names. Um, I assume they're West Coast rappers. Okay. Um, so that explains why I don't know y'all. If y'all hear this, I'm oh. not like ain't shitting. But <laughs> up next week, we gotta do that though. Um, okay. did you know he did a song called "You're Welcome" with the on the Mo on the soundtrack? I knew about that. I didn't see the movie because I'm a grown man. Um, oh yeah. But. I knew he sang that song. I knew he had a bit of. I knew he had some singing skills. I wouldn't. Call, mother, oh yeah, did we talk about the fact that Vin Diesel made a song? No, we didn't talk about that. Bro, how the hell do we start? How do we start off the Fast and Furious main cast with two artists and ended up with four? <laughs> Think about that shit for a second. That's like, crazy. Think about that for a second. We started off with just Tyrese and Ludacris. Mm-hmm. Now there's Tyrese, Ludacris, Vin Diesel, and The Rock. Um, I knew he um, sang that. I knew he had some musical talent in that regard, but I didn't know he actually wrote that song, apparently. Yeah. Um, who was the two that you named before? Ty- uh, Tyrese and Ludacris. Oh, yeah. Tyrese does sing. He had a rapping career before he was singing. He did? Yeah, Black Tie was his rap name. He tried to go back to it once the singer career turned. I do remember I remember him calling himself Black Tie at yeah, one point. Black I do Tie remember was that. his rapper name. You you know how so he has a a weird past when it comes to singing. So he was he started out as a rapper. Okay. Then he went I don't see him as a rapper though. He went he did that Coca-Cola commercial. Everybody remember that's that shit. That's the first time da, he saw da, 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 da. I mean that wasn't the first time he saw him, but that was that, the first time he saw him for the public. That's the first time I ever saw him. Yeah. And then Cause your artist development back then, motherfucker yeah. been in the game for like five years before you really saw him. And yeah. then he signed on to being a singer. And that's thing you know, he could never share that. I mean shit, it, it did well for him. He did. I mean he had a career most people would die for. Right. I mean, he had the type of career that I wish I had. Shit, <laughs> uh, as a rapper, um, if I would have just went on a coke commercial, coke commercial and song something, I mean, they would never ask me to sing again, though. But <laughs> you ever seen his? Um, <laughs> you ever seen his audition for Django? No. 
They they somebody recorded that? Um, it was a, another um podcast for sure that I watch. Um, they apparently the guy who runs it is actually legitimately friends with Tyrese. Mm-hmm. So sometimes he pokes fun at him. Yeah, and he shows like um, it's a this YouTube ah no Tyrese ah no, and it's I can see why he didn't get the part. Tyrese right. is a good actor. I hope and if he hears this, I'm not dissing you. Tyrese is a legitimate. I think he's a good actor. Um, but I see why he didn't get the part. Yeah, you could be a good actor, and every part is not for you. Yeah. Um, Especially compared against Jamie, I don't. Even, I, I don't know why anybody else is auditioning for Jamie Foxx was actual. You know, was yeah. up for the part. Um, I don't know. Jamie's. <laughs> Everyone says he's underrated, but everybody underrates him still. You like, know, you know what I think Jamie's problem is. Jamie has the comedian that can really act problem, where he doesn't always pick the best vehicles. Yeah. The super talent, he is basically like Eddie Murphy, the super talented guy that doesn't always pick the best projects right. that exhibit that can exhibit his talent. Right. Like, I don't think another Ray ever came along for him. Mm. I think he's done. I think he's great. I think he does. I think he's always he's always one of the best, if not the be, he's always one of the better, if not the best parts of a movie that he's in. Right. But I don't think he ever got another Ray on his own plate. Because mm. think about that year he had that couple years actually, when he had any given Sunday in '99. Mm-hmm. And then he had Ray. No, it was a low pull, pull point. It was any given Sunday, ninety nine. Mm-hmm. That's when people realized he, you know, he even no joke. He could act. Yeah, is that the one? He also got um was almost got beat up by LL. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because there was that scene in um in the steam room. I think because I think people got don't too steamy. <laughs> No steam in the steam. It was it was um, a bit of dialogue. It was a bit of no. It wasn't even dialogue. It was really Lawrence Taylor giving a monologue, right? That people say his performance is great, but I think people underrate the acting that LT was doing because mm-hmm. they think it was just LT talking mm-hmm. about you know life and being a football player. The best piece of acting in the scene though was Jamie because it was like without saying anything, he conveyed that he didn't want to hear what the fuck Shark had to say, mm-hmm. and then suddenly he was listening. And then when he realized that, nah, shit, nigga, I'm fucking Willie Beeman. I can't, he's trying to save face. He conveyed all of that without talking. I was like, yo, this dude can act. Mm. And then a couple years, he got held up, and he got bait, and then suddenly he got Ray. And he got collateral in the same year. Yeah, now that he has, like, two Netflix things that's... Ali, I forgot about that. He had Any Given Sunday, then he had Ali. Ali, Ali. He was Ali. He was in oh, Ali. He was, uh, he was Mardini Brown, and yeah. he got nominated okay. for um, supporting role too. Yeah. But yeah, and, um, and he did that with Will Smith doing Will Smith Prime. Yeah. But yeah, the rock and rap. Let's go, let's go back to the, the rock and fucking rap. Yeah, the rock. This nigga seems unfair Robbie's at this point. Uh, and he wasn't bad. I can go on and on. I can explain any natural phenomenon. Bruh. That's why I was rapping when I walked in here. Oh, that's why I was rapping it because you said rock and rap. Bruh, he was on a song <laughs> with Tech Nine. And, and you know, it. Tech Nine, Tech Nine don't get on the song, nothing but spitters. Right. So the other two guys were spitting too. Mm. And The Rock got on. It was like, okay, he ain't on Tech Nine level, but who the fuck is? Mm-hmm. And it was like, yo, Damn, The Rock doesn't look like he doesn't belong on this album, though. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, the Wade Johnson. I'm listening to it. God's cheat code. Matter of fact, we might go. We, you know what? Let's go ahead and hit a early break this time so I can find it and then we can come into it. Can you imagine this motherfucker decided to take a position of leadership or something? I want him to, but some people say he's a little too conservative. The to, yeah, uh, 
<laughs> if he ever decides to, we'll, we'll, we'll jump into that. But, yeah, I, I think he should. I like I like his platform so far. I don't, no, I don't think it would matter what he decided to actually – if he decided to lead. I think he would just have people follow him. Yeah, and I, I the kind of – we talked about it before. Here, um, we might be considered liberal here, but – if we move over to California, we'll be conservative like a motherfucker. I'm independent. I just. I mean, lean. I'm saying what other people would consider us. I'm independent. I lean liberal because the conservative party has races in it. I lean just to the left, just because the crypt life, Every, baby. Everything you own in the box to the left. <laughs> All right, let's take a quick commercial break and <laughs> try to find Ross verse. The rock the latest smackdown on your ears. <laughs> He's stupid. What? <laughs> so, you know, Rockcast is on, I think it's Tequila, tequila, tequila Brand. Yeah. He has his own alcohol brand. Um, And after he finishes his verse, he goes, thank you, Ted Nine. <laughs> thank you, Tamana, whatever. And he was like, one take. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Uh, he, he does have the um, bravado of a rapper. Well, I mean, he was he was a professional wrestler. Yeah, I mean, professional wrestling is more or less hip hop. Yeah, it's the. I wonder, yeah, because once everybody went into, um, it is a battle because hip hop has the the battle side of it where, um, well, you know, battle rapping and all that stuff, but even like on music and stuff where you are, it got to the point where you basically. When you jump on a track with someone, you're trying to outdo them. Friendly, like, yeah. but you're trying to outdo them. It's friendly competition. So, um, yeah. But, again, we are not going to be able to play this whole song. <laughs> on here, we'll play it on Freestyle Friday. But he, he did that. Like, um, he he wasn't as speedy as the other rappers. The other rappers took the fuck off. Like, I mean, I could rap that fast, but it's a lot of work I have to put into it. You can tell he couldn't rap that fast because of the way he speaks. And he, he probably, tells- it, it, well, he probably couldn't, but instead of him doing a verse in a week or so, however long it took him to do it, even if he said I did it in 30 minutes, it would probably take him a couple of weeks in order to get his flow down to the point where he could do that. I'm just saying, this motherfucker is God's cheat code. Yeah, he is. He is. that the will be able to jump on a song with those type of rappers, uh, that no, caliber of rap, and then hit it. The more I think about the shit, the more I actually get mad at this nigga. And to actually have the bravado to do it, like, to say, yeah, I'm going to jump on this track with these motherfuckers and, and, and hang with them. Bro. <laughs> like, think about that for a second, man. Like, you some... It... And he said it in a cuss word. I mean, he cussed before. Um, oh, I never heard him cuss before. You, you don't watch any of his movies, do you? Except in the movie. This shit is... 
bro. I like that song. <laughs> like you said earlier, man. Like the only thing this nigga can't be, only thing he's not good at is being small. Yeah, he's not good. He's not good at being small. <laughs> Other than that, he down. Fuck, man. But that just yeah, that just that caught me off guard. I heard that shit this week with the rock. I mean, because Vin Diesel singing that song <laughs> threw me off. Oh, when it came out, and the song isn't bad. It's not a song I would. It's not a song that I would listen to. Mm-hmm. But for the for the type of song it is, it's actually a good song. Like it's, okay, I'll take it back. It's a well made song. Vin Diesel song. Yeah, he actually has two songs. But the first one, it was like I can tell I wouldn't listen to this song, but These I can are see older songs, right? No, it came out like last year or year before last. Okay. Well, I guess technically speaking, I would be older. Um. I was like, I wouldn't listen to the song, but I can see that f- the type of song, the t- the people who would listen to that song, mm-hmm. I don't think they would dismiss it. Right. Like, maybe you would, like, be hesitant because it's Vin Diesel. Mm-hmm. Like, Vin Diesel probably just playing or this, he's going to be terrible, but people are giving it a chance because it's Vin Diesel. Like, no, if you take Vin Diesel out of this, I can see that shit playing in Is that. Is it like a Spanish song? It's one of those, like, um... It's like a dance hall song, right? Like, no, it's, like, it's a dance song, but it's not a dance hall song. Well, I it's like a dance hall. I don't know the genre. That, again, it's not a song I would listen to, so mm-hmm. I can't. I don't know the genre to describe it as. Mm-hmm. I decided to saying it's a pop song. Yeah, I, I think I know what you're talking about. I think I did hear one of them. It's like one of those songs. I think share the type of song share became before like she stopped singing altogether. Mm-hmm. I think it's one of those songs. Like you can see Lady Gaga. All right, I can see Lady. No, because Lady Gaga kind of sings ballads, don't she? She does. Not all the time, but. Mostly. You were going in that direction, basically. Mm-hmm. Lady Gaga's in that direction. Okay. All right. Well, we would listen to it, but we don't listen to one song. So you listen to two on the same show. Uh, <laughs> Maybe The Rock could actually calm down um, all the Civil War talk that's apparently going on now. Uh, maybe, because both sides seem to like them. Yeah, I mean, because apparently one of Trump's obsequious lapdogs um, is talking about he wants to see a Civil War, and I'm like, why? <laughs> so... I know for a fact there are, for at least the last 30 years, there have been um, a certain group of people who wants to use the Bible as a presence in order to stand on to promote civil war. So the way... I'm not, I don't know if this is exactly what um, you're talking about, but I know for a fact there's a group of people that uses um, Bible verses, Bible terms to go into training to teach people um, more tactical uh, and invasive um, measures in order to start a civil war. Um, they buy a bunch of bullets, buy a bunch of guns. They go in the woods. So I saw in my hometown, Baseball, Leesville, South Carolina, there's a camp where you can actually – well, these people actually go and train. Um, that's like a movement of people like F3. Um, if you see people with F3 on the back of their cars and stuff. Mm-hmm. So. <clears throat> I just saw a tweet. Motherfucker said. <laughs> that's like the chats and stuff. Motherfucker you know. said, if there is a civil war coming and you don't feel like fighting, hiding libraries, dentist offices, and shower stalls, MAGA dumb fucks never go in any of those. <laughs> <laughs> So you you have like the Proud Boys, you have um, the, fuck the Proud Boys. Those are the those are niggas that can drink milk, right? And they really happy about that. Yeah, <laughs> the Chads, the uh, neo Nazis, and stuff. It's it's a lot of people that part of it, and part of Q and too is um, 
America is supposed to be the great land, the new land that in the Bible they're talking about. It's an the okay land. land. Has to be basically destroyed <laughs> and go into a civil war in order to bring. It was somebody else's land too. Times. So until Christopher Columbus walked into somebody else's house and said, "Hey, <laughs> I just discovered this shit." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what niggas oh, that? Yeah, you know what? Niggas that? Damn, it's people here. <laughs> I just discovered a whole new land and people are on it. Niggas, I just discovered people too. Let's call them Indians because yeah. we're in India. We were looking for India. This but. must be <laughs> wait, wait, West nigga, India. Nigga, field and double down on that shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's that's not funny, but no, you're not in idiot India, you idiot. It's it's West India. This is, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that I don't think that West India. Where's the where's the first India? Yeah, Can you imagine that you're the Native Americans. Oh man, dumb, that's dumb. crazy shit too. That you think about it, like. With indigenous peoples, yeah, you know, hey, listen, all this shit is for everybody, man. Like, you know, we don't nobody owns the fucking land. That shit was here before I got here. Yeah, white people were like, nobody owns this motherfucker. Huh? Yeah, okay. So, so you, what you're what you're saying is your God owned this? Cool. Hey, this is so called, sign this piece of paper right here. It's and the, what they're saying is that we would give you some beaver traps and some diseases, some acorns. You know, I mean, the acorns is the acorns that we picked off of the land. That you live on too, um, but we're gonna give them to you and sign this piece of paper. But thank you, we have New York. <laughs> they hey. both and mm. the boy they cheated New York out of ooh. Like we have New York and the Americans like everyone has New York. Mm-hmm. What the fuck are you talking about? And they were sitting there laughing at us too. They was and I say us because hey, we're Americans, but the Native Americans was indigenous people was laughing. Like, these suckers think they own land. They can't own land. <laughs> and these white people was like, watch me. <laughs> That's crazy shit, though, but to think about. But, um, I mean, seriously, nigga really failed, like, spectacularly mm-hmm. and doubled down on it. Hey, this new shit, think about it. You could have just turned that around. Like, damn, you know, I fucked up. I couldn't find India. Hey, but listen, I found a whole new two pieces, big, big ass pieces of land yeah. with new people who don't know how fucked up we are yet. Mm-hmm. Like no, I'm gonna do I found a new way to navigate. Like, we can imagine that shit though. Like, seriously, like, mom, you, you sitting in your house chilling, you know, watching a game. Motherfucker just walk in, open the door, be like, oh shit, I just discovered this house. <laughs> Was that a bathroom? Nigga, I just be finding shit. God damn. Have you seen 1492? <laughs> no. I I think that's the name of that movie, but it's a movie about everything else. Like you see the year 1492 on it. But it never mentions anything at all. It's kind of like what the year about. It's kind of like the aftermath of that year, basically. It's a prequel of that year because at the very end, that's when whenever the story is over with, they are climbing over the top of a hill, and you see, I guess it's the Santa Maria offshore Santa pulling Maria. in. And then you think you're my old shit. <laughs> I got you. It's kind of yeah. like how um, the second Elizabeth movie was more about. The lead up to England taking over, yeah, because so, Spain was on her ass. Mm, I tried to watch Bridgerton. I've heard of it. I I've tried. Heard. I tried. I've never been into I that Pride and like Prejudice 10 shit. Minutes in. Yeah, that Jane Austen shit. I've never been into that. Yeah, I, I I couldn't do that. That one and LA's finest because I like Gabrielle Union and I thought it was gonna be like something nice to watch. Mm-hmm. I got like seven episodes in and couldn't do it. That was like. <sighs> Only shows I recommend, I would recommend, um, 
I'd recommend Man in the High Castle if you just if you in alternate history. Mm-hmm. But the characters are all stupid. I would recommend um, The Handmaid's Tale, mm-hmm. but you will want to kill AKA Junior. New Texas. You will want to kill Junior yourself <laughs> after a while. Like I, <laughs> are you all caught up on it? No, I didn't see the new season. I might be like two seasons behind now. At, I, I'm I'm a season behind. Follow alert. The last season, I think I, I remember, is when she got to, she was in a tunnel at night. Not a tunnel, like uh, under an overpass at night. And then somebody pulled up in the van or something. Was it a dude with glasses? I think so. I think you watched the second season when she's a, I'm not going to spoil it either. It was but. like she, well, we said spoiler alert, so. Um, you don't want you tap motherfuckers in all due respect and didn't say some heinous shit to somebody, huh? <laughs> all due respect, your pussy smell like your ass, nigga. That was no respect in that. <laughs> um, but she was like fleeing to Canada and decided what that she was not gonna flee. Oh, to you mean one of the many times she could got the fuck away? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that was in under the overpass when she got met by that white dude, right? With glasses, yeah, I think that's second season. Second season, okay. I think so that's so. why I'm at. It's like season five now, right? Four or five. Okay. So All I'm she like, does is get black people killed. <laughs> and not get away when she get, I'm amazed that she's still alive because she keeps doing shit the other characters get fucking annihilated for. Uh, no, I won't call it white privilege. <laughs> I won't call it white privilege. Um, I think what saves her is the fact that old boy wants her so damn bad for some reason. Mm-hmm. Freaky Fred. Um, if he wasn't such an evil person, man, Fred would be my homeboy. She probably let this ass. Fred, Fred would be my homeboy because off camera. <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't for how evil it is, and mind you, Fred is evil. If I saw Fred right now, like in that world, right, and I know I could get away with it, like they wouldn't like you know have me ripped apart by dogs because apparently they do that. Mm-hmm. I'd steal on Fred hard, oh, yeah. but watching Fred just be pathetic. And that show is so fucking funny. Fred is your Fred would be your pathetic homeboy that you just be around because you're trying to a help the nigga not be pathetic. Yeah. But b it is kind of funny to see him be pathetic. Yeah. You're like damn, but he need a friend, y'all. <laughs> well, but he can't. But Fred, you can't be doing shit like this. I man. do recommend the, the new Chappelle special. Yeah, because that and that, that I keep hearing about how controversial it is. I haven't watched it yet. I keep having I keep hearing about how controversial it is. But the one thing I haven't heard anybody say is that it's bad. Right. So I've I've heard a lot of controversy. I heard him try I heard the LGBTQI community try to Cancel him. Cancel him. I heard he defended the baby. I've heard that, but So and this is what without giving everything up, I watched the whole thing. Dave Chappelle was doing a lot of explaining, as in... Like a comedian does. Yes, but what he was saying was like, I've been counseled by LGBTQIA, whatever. Um, And then he explained what he said. He's like, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, oh, I, I, I'm There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, and there's <laughs> nothing wrong with that. But, so he did, he started out the show saying, hey, I, I think... I know the baby, and I think we should. I think you guys should give him another chance, you right? Could. He didn't say, "Ah, oh, the baby's right." He, what he said, what he did say was, "I don't understand how this is why y'all want to counsel him, 
and not the fact that he killed yeah. a nigga in a Walmart <laughs> in Greensboro, North Carolina, North Carolina. Giving the joke away, but yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, that's not that's not even close to the punchline. Okay. But um, but it's, it's stuff like that that he was saying. He was like, um, you want to counsel people for this stuff, but for this stuff, you let it slide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, the world. Selective outrage. So he's talking about selective outrage. Yeah. The okay. world. And I'm, I'm telling this joke because he said it previously, and he referred to this joke in this one, too. He said, one of the things I said was, I don't understand. He said, for, but he was saying saying this in the fact that he has a lot of respect for LGBTQIA because they got their respect from the world quicker than black people. Black people been doing this for 400 years. They come up in 10 years, 50 years, and, and get everything. Yeah. Um, But what he also said was in a previous episode, a previous special, he said that he don't understand how it was easier for America to accept Bruce Jenner becoming a woman than it was for Cassius Clay to change his name. Yeah. And he said people were outraged over that. Over his fucking name. Yeah, Cassius Clay changed his name to Muhammad Ali, and the world went crazy. Which is the weirdest thing. Jenner, Jenner became a woman, and a few months later won Woman of the Year. Yeah, that is a big. Yeah, that is a big. That is a big difference in reaction. Yeah, and it's it's nothing but it was the truth. But um, his jokes was real funny, and without giving anything away, I could tell that everyone, I don't care how many people tried to cancel him on Twitter. That means they one didn't finish the special, or two didn't watch it at all because the stuff that he was saying. It was nothing to get mad over. Oh, 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 except for one thing. He did say something one, but it was nothing about being gay. It was about feminism. And when you hear that joke, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Gotcha. But well, and, and, and that, that goes back to what I was saying. It's like all the criticism I've heard is that no one said that he was his shit wasn't good. Mm-hmm. Um, it was good. I mean, it, it, and honestly, even as that joke, he said that joke, but he also said that joke and said, see, because that takes us back to square one. And this is why. And, and you know, and you know, I would you actually, watch it tonight, man. My problem, my Netflix account, my rest, of my family has my Netflix account, so like I go in and watch it. Mm. Like, no, twenty five other screens are watching oh, it right no, now. No, no, I changed my password. Uh, I, just, I just let them. I let them live. But um, you can watch my, it right there. Here's my thing, though, with cancel culture. I'm starting to notice a pattern, in. and I guess I'm not gonna. I'm not pretentious enough to tell anybody how to react to something mm-hmm. because your reaction is your reaction. Like once I say something, I can't control if you're if you're offended by it or not, and I can't control how you go about you know rectifying you being offended. Right, but you have but, the right to have your feelings about the way they react to. Well, true, but what I'm saying is the cancel culture. What the thing that would frustrate me, were I a comedian or otherwise a celebrity, right, is that cancel culture never really explains. They never really explains why they're mad and why that's something that you shouldn't be seeing. Right. It's kind of like, oh, he canceled him. Man. It was like, okay, I get that. Whatever he said is fucked up. Apparently, oh, yeah, let's, the baby let's did. he fucked up bad. And Dave Chappelle again didn't side with him as far as, oh, I agree with everything the baby said. No, he said, I think y'all should give baby another, another try. Right. And, and the thing is, like, I get it. What he said was fucked up to you. Mm-hmm. In the context of what they said, I'm not saying just the baby specifically. I'm talking about in general. Mm-hmm. Okay, 
why not make this a teachable moment? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, hey, listen, this is why this is fucked up. It's kind of like when I said, um, I was talking to, um, oh, the discussion I had with BDSM, right? And I said, even if I was into that, to that degree, mm-hmm. the one thing I couldn't do is be tied down. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, just, it's a tr- like, just the idea of you know, being a black man, especially if, like, the woman was white. Mm-hmm. Having somebody tying me down, whipping me, just like that's a bad image. It's a bad image, bad imagery. Took my mind to a, a really bad place mm-hmm. because you know for four hundred years we had to go through shit like that. Yes, and like I'm not gonna willingly do that shit. Mm-hmm. And white people in the conversation, they couldn't get what I was saying. It was like you have to understand the context of why that would be fucked up to me. Right, right. And even when I explained it, the people who weren't assholes about it, mm-hmm. like the white people in the conversation who weren't assholes about it, they got it. It was right. like they got it almost immediately. Mm-hmm. They was like, yo, I get that. I mean, shit, that's like his people's trauma. Um, so, of course, he would feel a certain way about that. Mm-hmm. But the people who just, those same people who, you know, the ones like, why can't I say the N-word type people, mm-hmm. they act like they didn't get it. But I was like, motherfucker, it's just, in, it's, you got to understand the context of the person who's reacting. Yeah. And that that's the why can't I say the N-word problem. They... Look at everything from their perspective. They don't look at it from other people's perspective. Right. And I think Gangsta Boo actually said it best. She was like, because y'all have a history with that word. Mm-hmm. The history, your history with the word is a lot different from everyone else's history, including our history with the word, mm-hmm. like black people's history with the word. And I explained it to somebody. It's like, people keep, it's like that, I think what that, that, that is, that comes from that fallacy that it's a term of endearment mm-hmm. when I, I don't think it ever was. I think that was just the best explanation someone could actually give. Well, the person who would society would listen to could give. It's really a coping mechanism. People don't get most of what black people do is a coping mechanism. Like you keep saying the word to desensitize, to desensitize yourself to the word, to the aspect of the word. Mm-hmm. That's all that's really happening. Like think about it. The word wouldn't even be in our lexicon if it wasn't for white people, for slavery. The word wouldn't be who? It wouldn't be in our lexicon. Okay. Yeah. Like it wouldn't be a word. Like, we wouldn't use the word if that shit never happened. Mm-hmm. But it happened. We're trying to deal with it, mm-hmm. and you know, as a society, won't let us deal with it in a wholly positive way. They won't let us work through the fucking trauma itself, mm-hmm. and that's where we are. Yeah, I agree, and I have no higher buts. Word, except for One thing that he did say, and and I just wanted, I had to pause to make sure that it was something that was part of the discussion on Twitter, so you didn't. Um, it won't spoil anything. Mm-hmm. But he had a argument about gender being a fact. Gender being a what? A fact instead of a okay. concept. So that is one of the things I hear a lot of. LGBTQIA people say like gender is a social gender construct. A conce- yeah, it's okay. a construct or uh, concept. Um, but gender is a fact. It's always been a fact. Like you can look up the dictionary and <laughs> the definition of the word. Yeah. Um, I think the thing. Well, I think what that is. I think is because the liberal side of the equation mm-hmm. has a habit of muddying waters for some right. reason. I, I think. I think the community goes about this part wrong um again i'm in the lgbtqia identify as an s and if you want to get very technical at sm so that's a straight male 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> um uh, SBM straight blackmail, but I think there needs to be another definition for that. If I, I recognize, it. I recognize that you might be a male, but you don't feel like one, right? Um, you want to be identified as something else. Okay, cool. If you present yourself as something else, I will call you that something else. I have, I have a f- female friend who wants us to call her a he, but presents herself as a her, wears perfumes and dresses and like. I think, because I see, well, here's my thing. Makeup. Because, but, okay. but well, well I'll, let me get to this point, then I, I, I'll be done. But basically, gender is a fact. However, we need to identify the construct. So, identify as. I would even put that on driver license or something, but identify it. So, if you identify something else, it could be it could be known. But what you have between your legs and what you are biologically is something completely different. Now, if you are if you go complete a transition, then that's the only thing I have different thoughts on. Because I think that if someone changes that about themselves, they should always let people know, right? Mm-hmm. Like it. And and they some people say you don't you shouldn't because it it puts a person's life in danger. However, I feel like it's always better to be truthful about things. Like if a man changes himself to a woman, gets married, promises someone to have kids, or knowing that there is going to be a possibility of having kids, or the man wants to have kids and stuff. Right. Five years later, ten years later, twenty years later, and then they finally find out. Oh, the reason why you never have kids is because your wife was never able to produce kids because all her parts are artificial. Hmm. That would kind of fuck you up. And then you probably... Especially 20 years. Yeah. Like 20 <laughs> Even years five is... years. Like, you don't waste five years in your life nothing all well, up I, in your wife. I'll say this. 20 years... Find out your wife used to be Steve. That's a 20... That's a tw- why is Steve such a funny name? <laughs> Instead of Stephanie. Like that. Um, in a situation like that, the 20 years... I don't think I'd have been mad. I'd have been marveling at the fact that you could keep that up for 20 years. Yeah, I mean. Like 20 fucking years? Mm-hmm. 20 years, you just like you just, you just walk around just not telling me shit. Yeah. Um, I think, see, I think what the thing with the liberal side of the equation is their, their methodology of, their methodology is, ne- is not in sync. Mm-hmm. Like you look at the conservative side, they do shit one way. There's two. There's no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no two ways about what they. There's no two ways about how they go about. They got a rule book. Right, but there's no two ways about how they go about the business. They decide what they want, and how to get there, and then that's it. That's the message. Right. That's the methodology. That's that's the pathology. Well, like the liberal side, they don't understand if they want to actually just. And that's, that's what it comes. Part part of it is they want to accept that. This is what it is, but I shouldn't be persecuted for not following that, which I agree with. The other side is then they start they start blurring definitions and trying to change definitions, and then I think that's what the, that's the part I think they don't understand that people who may not be fully conservative, people who might be on the fence, mm-hmm. but you know, they may take exception to because now you're pretty much 
and I know I said you had to conform to everybody's way of living, but now you're kind of actually moving the needle for how people in the middle live. Right. You no, know, a person, Joe Blow in the middle may not be, he, he may not be a homophobe or what have you, a transphobe. Mm-hmm. But when you start telling him, when you start telling Joe Blow that, you know, shit that they were raised to believe, shit that they knew to be true, shit that even science told them mm-hmm. is somehow wrong all of a sudden, then it's kind of be like, okay, no, what the fuck you talking about? Now you got to explain that because I grew up on this. And and I think if the and I think honestly to me I think if they just said hey listen I get it you know men are men women are women I don't but I don't conform to that but hey you shouldn't treat me like less of a human being that's a good message right that's as a humanist that's the message I strive for like listen everyone has their own flavor you know you got to accept it as long as they ain't hurting nobody as long as they ain't bothering nobody just let them live right and let people. I- I believe that too. Uh, I have a bunch of gay friends, uh, and some of them. One of the biggest things we always have a disagreement on is the part about um, me thinking that a woman should come forward and let people know off jump. Hey, I wasn't always a woman, and they they say it's for safety, but I say it's I say the truth is safety. Like I think I will be. I've been approached by a woman that was a man. Mm-hmm. And um, I've asked the question. And, you know, some, I was new to the area. This is when I first moved to Atlanta. Um, Shouty. So I didn't actually. <laughs> so I didn't ask the question. So I took the number, talked to her. I'm going to say her because um, that's how she presented herself. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe two or three times over the phone. And then I'm new to Atlanta. So. Shout One of the things I incorporated in my whole vocabulary through my conversation is, have you always been a woman? If you don't have kids, I ask questions like that. <laughs> I started asking questions like that while I was still in South Carolina, though. Hold on. Was it in Bankhead, Shouty? It was, was it in Bankhead? It was in, I met her in Midtown, Atlanta. I don't know what the fuck that is. I've never been so, to Bankhead. So I've been to Atlanta. I never actually spent time here. Yeah. It's here where basically all the interstates meet at. That's called Midtown Atlanta. Shouty. Um, no, that's that's downtown Atlanta. Shouty. So right above downtown Atlanta is Shouty. Midtown Atlanta. Shouty. And basically, uh, you know where Lennox is at? Lennox Square Mall? No, I was only time I was in Atlanta, Shouty, is for training when I was I first got hired with the last company I worked at, mm-hmm. at where I worked. Um, I didn't spend any meaningful time there, though. Okay. I'm going to show you something that's very meaningful. Is it going to be um, Pastor Truitt's on writing big video when he was riding through Atlanta, Shotty? I was listening to Bo Money Jones and some girl clown, um, Pastor Troy today on the podcast. On the Money Jones podcast, why? It was uh, because <laughs> they didn't mean in the horn. They was just joking around and stuff, but they was like, that, that boy never, never goes anywhere without his belt. And it was like, and the girl was like, yeah. He don't go anywhere without his belt. He, he always go shout out his click, his G- DSGB. Well, <laughs> and he go be everywhere about it. But it was it was like, they was clowning him, but it wasn't like too mean harm. It was like some jokes and some laughs I got you. at his suspense. That's how somebody said his <laughs> Pastor Troy was the WCW World Heavyweight Champion for the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, damn. All right, so. That's Atlanta. See... That's shot. That's the A shot. Yeah, so this the A. Um. Thank you. <laughs> All right, anyway, 
So you see where tw- I always roll through on 20. So 20 rolls through. East Point. Um, That's back with Stonecrest and uh, Conyers and all that stuff. You roll through. So basically 20 meets 85 at one point, and you ride 85 up a little bit, and 85 and 75 meet. Riding dirty on 85. So at 75 and 85 meet, that is called Midtown Atlanta. Um, so say that's another. So seventy five is another interstate. So seventy five is another interstate. What 70, is, okay, what does seventy five take you? Interstate seventy five takes you up to Chattanooga. Okay. Eighty five takes you up to Clemson. Okay. And twenty takes you down to like what? Twenty uh, takes you to Augusta. Okay. Or Montgomery, Alabama. Um, so basically, 285 goes all the way around Atlanta. Basically, when you cross over into 285, you're in Atlanta. So it's like Columbia, like like basically one big circle that you yeah. can go around. Okay. But um, so downtown Atlanta is down here where 20 is at. And this is also where College Park and airport and all that stuff is at. Mm-hmm. So basically, you go up, you go to Midtown. I lived in Midtown. I basically live where 85 and 75 met. Um, that's also where... Um, Olympic Village was whenever they, oh, back they had, in 96 yeah 96 and where the bomb was blown up at and stuff like that so a little bit above that is the borderline between Bankhead, Bankhead, Bankhead and Midtown Bankhead, Bankhead is basically <laughs> I said Bankhead Buckhead Buckhead and Midtown that's where the rich white people live right oh uh, yeah Buckhead is where all the gays at um, that, that's what they say Buckhead is where the game. I thought because I watched. I remember that show. Um, Andre Three Thousand had Class of Three Thousand, mm-hmm. which was a really good show on Cartoon Network. <laughs> that shit was actually a pretty good show. That cartoon show, right? Yeah, he was yeah. like a um, music teacher. Mm-hmm. That shit was actually a pretty good show. Um, he had one of my favorite lines. <laughs> it was something going on. He was like, he was like, "Is there something I should know about? Because if there is, I should know about it." <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, um, the little rich white kid in the class, he was from Buckhead. Okay. So Buckhead is, um, yeah, it's a bunch of rich people. That's where, uh, Lenny Square Mall is at. Okay. That star is basically where high fashion is at. So I take that Lenny Square Mall is the mall in town then. Yeah, Lenny Square Mall and that Sats Fifth Avenue is over there. Oh, that's, um, that's swanky. Cheesecake Factory, which is everybody, no one, no one really does the Cheesecake Factory anymore because... I guess that's like the expensive cheap place to go or something now. You said expensive cheap place. Yeah, that's that's the way. It's supposed to be cheap, <laughs> but it's actually expensive. You're trying to say. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I, I just said backwards because coming from where I come from, it's expensive. But then when you go eat there, it's cheap. But it tastes cheap. Food tastes cheap. Oh, like overpriced. Yeah. Okay. It, it's the same thing you're saying except I I just say it backwards. Okay. Because that's the way it feels to me. Um. So basically, Buckhead is like. Uptown Atlanta, <laughs> and um, I forgot what the whole thing was for. Did I tell you I was fucked up when I found out <laughs> the Quad City DJs weren't from Atlanta? Where are they from? Jacksonville. Ew. I was like, yo, was like, so come on, ride that train. They're riding. Yeah, but you know, back then he thought everybody was from Atlanta, like, cause they. It was because you can tell because back then you can tell somebody was somebody from somewhere else in the south. Like if, if a nigga cursing like every five seconds in a, mm-hmm. in, in in one line of a rap song, mm-hmm. oh he from Houston. Oh yeah. <laughs> if he talking about ass, oh he from Miami. Mm-hmm. 
Um, if he's talking about if he getting crunk, but he ain't yelling all the time, mm-hmm. he from ten- he from Tennessee. Tennessee. You can tell where people been from. And if they was none of those three things, or they from they just made a general song, mm-hmm. or he from Atlanta. Yeah. Oh, that's the Danger Family. Yeah. <laughs> like okay, this is a really good song. I can listen to any time. Oh, that's from Atlanta. But when they said that, no, they're from Jacksonville, I'm like, get the fuck out of here. And I was like, and then when I watched the video, I was like, okay, the video's talking about a train. Way deep down song. Why is there a spaceship in the damn video? Yeah. But anyway, though, um, so. It was like Soul Train. I don't know. It was like Soul Train, but Soul Train was about to sue their asses. So they just, after they made the song, so they was like, well, let's turn this into a spaceship. But you're still talking about a train. <laughs> so um, you said that the, um, the the trans person hollered at you. Oh yeah. So basically, um, back when I was in South Carolina, is when I formed the habit. Fucking. But I will talk to anybody that comes to me just to have a conversation or whatever. Um, I don't ever put me. people off. <laughs> However, if the conversation start turning into something like that, or like, basically, first thing she asked me was, like, did you, I mean, she asked me something about going out. I said, have you always been a woman? And that's the, <laughs> that's how it came out. <laughs> and she goes, Oop. and I was like, ooh. <laughs> that, did, she, did she really and, say and that? And then she went on ahead and uh, explained that uh, she is still a man, whatever. Um... Did she really make that noise though? That hoop noise you made us now? Yeah, she she inhaled. She like, and I heard it over the phone. I said, "Ooh, <laughs> oh, that's so, crazy." Um, but I do have a friend that uh was actively messing with a trans and knew she was trans but called himself straight. Um, but Malik Yoba, huh? Malik Yoba. I don't know what you just said. Anyone who watched the internet the last few years will know that we'll get that joke. Oh, okay. So, um, but yeah, I don't, that's how you can tell I be lame sometimes. <laughs> All right, but uh, let's take another commercial break and come back and talk about Dante Wilder getting his ass whooped the same. <sighs> hey, bro. Tell them where they can find you, man. Y'all can find me at Match Moose of the Seventh on Twitter. And on Instagram, uh, you can find me at Real Ray Tez on Twitch and Discord. Everything I do, you can find at www.distractionnetwork.com. Until next time, take care. Be safe. Holla.